graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. He did it the same way they manipulate us into buying toothpaste, car wax, even politicians. All prepackaged, the least offensive, most appealing alternative. But it's precisely when humor is offensive that we need it most. Comedy should provoke. It should blast through prejudices, challenge preconceptions. Comedy should always leave you different than when it found you. Sure, humor can hurt, even alienate. But the risk is better than the alternative. A steady diet of innocuous, childproof, flavorless mush. Demand to be challenged, to be offended, to be treated like thinking, reasoning adults. And raise your children to be the same. Don't let a comedian, a network, a congressional committee, or an evil genius take away your freedom to laugh at whatever you want. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey, man, this is Kevin Smith. Guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers, One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Jesus Christ, has it been a fucking clusterfuck of computer errors? I don't even know what's going on right now. It got to the point where I'm actually not even... I lost my show notes. I lost the fucking show notes. So right now, we literally, we're literally going to wing it for... The 67 people who download this podcast, the 67 <laughs> loyal listeners of the podcast, exactly. uh, thank you for coming back, or at least, thank you for at least subscribing, so at least those numbers, um, because ever since... People, this is called bullshitting. Yeah, it's, no, ever since, <laughs> ever since Paul took us off his, well, not, he, he took us off and put us back on, but... No, I know, it's, it's always been there. Geekyink.com. It's, it's always been there, I have not touched Our numbers it, numbers have dramatically lo- dropped. I, I can't, swear. I doubt it's because, like, quality of the show, the show stayed the same equality i but, swear i have not touched it but uh let me see where to begin uh i have good news and i have bad news neither of which i can fucking discuss or ne- neither of which i plan on talking about this episode so that'll be like a nice teaser for next episode i have really fucking good news and really fucking bad news and both of them are way too early to fucking talk about right now mm. so um, I guess that's a spoiler if you want to listen to It's merely to a flesh wound. 246, if I'm still fucking here by episode 246, because I, I, I'm I, going to fucking just, I'm going to either drink myself into a fucking coma or fucking take a mouthful of fucking pills because I'm just, I hate the fucking world right now. I, Paul, I, I just, I mean, just even this this night is a fucking well, indication I, 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 I of think, everything that's wrong with the I think I can, world. I can help you with that because I can talk about some things. So. Well, no, yeah, I mean, okay, look, I understand suicide is not the fucking answer. But Jesus Christ, it's like, I, 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 you know, for every fucking step forward I take, I take two fucking steps back, you know, for every little bit of progress. And it's funny because I, I kind of, not that I listen to the old episodes, but sometimes like I'll just, like, so much shit has happened. Uh, so much, like, well, obviously the last episode, the funny thing, the last episode I talk about how wonderful things are going on between me and my yeah. daughter's mother. Well, that shit went to, that went to total <laughs> fucking shit. And we are now bitter fucking mortal enemies again. And that's nothing new. And of course I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have double guessed it. I shouldn't have said, oh no, maybe we could be friends. No. We By the way, we friends. do have, we do have somebody watching. And we so. do have, we do have, uh, Paul's baby Shy Shy, which I guess, here, you get on, can we get it on, get around? Yeah, no, camera? he's right here. He's right here. Oh, he, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, don't, we can don't. Get him on the camera. 
The fucking cat's name is Shy Shy Paul. I'm assuming if it's Shy Shy, it would be like my a... ex named him. Okay, I don't oh, know okay. what to tell you. So I saved him. He's fine. Oh, he's fine. So don't um, you? Yes, you are. We all right. So I don't know if you want to jump right into something you wanted to talk to because I kind of know what I. Oh, wanted I'm a to racist, talk about. by the way. <laughs> we'll just well, jump. Apparently, in. apparently, Paul at his job has been. Oh wait! Oh we... God. Can what? we? Can we? I just want to get into something before you get into it. What? I want to apologize for everyone who's listened to the last episode and hearing that rubbing noise. That rubbing noise was <laughs> was Paul molesting his new laptop. That well, he's so I can't. Happy I can't rub excited. it right now because I'm recording. So yeah, yeah. But last week, I guess you had it closed because you weren't playing video games while we were recording. So uh, I don't know. Was, that was my nervous twitch. I guess. I and it was so and it came out nice and beautiful, crystal clear on your new microphone. So there's a if, for the. For the listeners of the show, and I'm trying not to rock the table. I don't know if I rocked the table before this episode earlier. But, um, the yeah, I apologize for rocking the table a couple minutes earlier. And I'm pretty sure Paul apologizes for rubbing his laptop. I mean, like, dude, like, the whole fucking episode is rub, 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 rub. So, but, you know. So I, didn't, I didn't mean it. If you listened to the last episode and still came back to listen to this one, thank you very much. Okay, so let's get into... How Paul is a, a racist. gigantic racist, racist who yes. hates black so, people. So, so okay. So, if it hasn't been apparent by now, like I have, I have a lot of city people that come, which happen to be black people, and um, the problem is, is that I get, I get these. I don't call. I don't sit there and I, I. I'm not racist about it, but I call them. I guess I call them ignorant black people because they are the type of black people that will immediately just jump to. Oh, you're being racist towards me. And yeah. it seems like the last two weekends, and I'm sure this weekend I'll get the same shit too, it's one thing or the other happens. So, like, for example, oh. And of course, the, the fucking see, cat has a Just to show here. fucking what, we are, what I have to deal with, <laughs> the fucking cat decides to jump right in the middle of the table. Apparently the he's, he misses. And, and he's he wants attention. He he's just talking. He's like, why aren't you talking to come me? Come down here. Just come down here. Go. Get down. <laughs> you gotta love the live podcast people alright anyways getting back to what I was saying so apparently I'm a racist because let's see what happened La- not this last well, well we'll start with two weeks ago so uh-huh. on the weekend so Saturday we have a curfew um, and you know people that get in obviously should be of age but doesn't always happen that way mm-hmm. so what's going on is, is what happened was is I had this uh uh, this, these two girls, they came out of, I don't remember which movie it was. It, it was over on the one side of the theater. And, of course, if you go behind me and walk to the other side of the theater and go towards the other movie theaters, I'm going to sit there and ask you, hey, what's going on here? What are you guys doing? Because mm. I don't want anybody sneaking into films. It's stupid. So, <laughs> these girls are like, oh, we're going to the bathroom. I'm like, all right. I'm like, okay, you do realize there's a bathroom over there, right? Mm. And they're like, well, we're going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, fine. When you guys are done, you got to go. Excuse me? I'm like, what? What do, you, what do you mean, excuse me? I'm like, I am like, I told you, you can go to the bathroom, but when you're done, you got to go. You got to go. Mm. I want to speak to your manager. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I am the manager that's on right now. Mm. Well, I want somebody higher. I'm like, security, just come here. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. And then apparently, like, she wanted to have a refund. She wanted to, you know, all this. She's like, she wanted a refund. You're being racist to me. And I'm like, I'm like, 
All I asked you was a simple question. What were you doing? I said you could go to the bathroom. You yeah. did. Now you got to go. Yeah. Are you going to give me a refund or not? No, you're not getting a refund. So they tried to sneak it and to they the left. movie. They basically and tried it. They, they got they caught. They basically got caught and they got pissed. And then they used the race card. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, really, guys? So the next night, by the way, this one I didn't even initiate. I get this. I, there's these uh, Latinos that are in. Uh, uh, it was 47 meters down. And all except one of them speaks English. So I'm like, oh, God, here we go. And th- it, here's, the, here's the kicker. Like, th- they weren't even like. They weren't even, it didn't even seem like they were going to be, think that that was them, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I, I told the one manager because there was a complaint and some people came out and they actually wanted to go to a different movie because they didn't want to hear this, hear them talking throughout the movie. They, uh, they said to me, they're like, uh, the, you know, I, I said to him, I was like, look, if they, if they do it again, they got to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause we can't have that. And pretty much we let them, it was more than halfway through the film before we got rid of them. Mm-hmm. And they told him that he was a racist, and they're like, we're not going to leave unless we're going to get a refund. So I went in there, and I said, look, guys, fine. You want a refund? That's fine. You guys just got to go. Well, you never warned us. I'm like, sir, one of my ushers came up here and shined, my, shined the light on you. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that indicate to you? Well, you guys are being racist. I'm like, all right, got to go. <laughs> like, come on, let's hey, go. Just shut the fuck up. Like, and, and, and let me tell you, because I, I went to... I went to see, and later on in the episode, we'll talk about Spider-Man. I went to go see Spider-Man Thursday night, the night before it comes out. So, like, obviously, anyone going to a fucking Thursday night show, um, obviously, is a fan. The 7.30 show, for Christ's sake, or the 7.05, or whatever, you know, the early show. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I had training that day, so I got out of work early. I went to the Spider-Man, and the guy in front of me, like, instantly, like, right in like, and now, mind you... The guy had to be, well, one, it was a, he was a tall dude. Um, and he was there with a couple of kids. Right. Um, I think, like, even, like, the I think the back of his shirt, like, said, like, counselor or some shit like that, like, camp counselor. I, I, I was, I'm under the impression that this guy was probably with these kids, not not a relative, sort of just, like, you know, some sort of, you know, big brother program or, so, you know, something, whatever. And, you know, we're going to go see Spider-Man, and it's an early show, and the kids are young, and I got no problem with the kids. Like, immediately, as soon as the fucking movie starts, he pulls out his phone, and he's playing, like, a video. He's playing, like, a Mortal Kombat, like, fucking game on it. And, now, this was also, like, a six-foot-tall motherfucker, so, um, because, and I was, like, I, I just, I don't fucking understand, you know, these these people who, like, pull out their phones every 30 seconds because they want to see the time. Mm-hmm. And at least, like, when I pull out my phone, I kind of, like, I try to, like, you know, or I give it, like, a quick little, like, like flash I, I glance at it. I can't tell you how many times i get the complaint after the movie's over mm-hmm. somebody was on their cell phone and it disturbed me mm-hmm. and i'm looking at the customers and i'm like did you guys say this is the first thing i say to them i was like well did you come out and say anything to anybody mm-hmm. no guys if there's an issue you got to come out and say something. yeah no i mean that, that you know what i mean like i have an usher that goes in there mm-hmm. but he goes in there twice mm-hmm. okay and if he doesn't see anything like that what do you want me to do you need to come out and say something. Yeah. And I tell that to everybody. If you go to the movies, and anybody that listens to this podcast, if you go to the movies, guess what? Get some balls, come out of the theater, and say something. Mm-hmm. Okay? Not every black person is going to pull out a gun and shoot you. That's where... <laughs> see, that's the thing that pisses me off more, is when these people are like... They, they pretty much are racist, because they're like sitting there going, well, I'm afraid that there's people... In, that there's people, certain people in there. I'm like, 
just come out and say that it's black people if that's what you want to say. Like, <laughs> just say it, okay? It, it, I, I understand what you're trying to say, but stop being racist. Not every person's going to shoot up the place. You'll be fine. You just need to come out and say something. And that's what really that, that's what really annoys me about people. So these Latinos, let's get back to that. Mm-hmm. I took them. <laughs> they're sitting there. We took them out of the theater, and they're continuing, you guys are racist. You guys are racist. And the, the other ones are speaking Spanish or whatever mm. and pretty much calling us racist and that, too. And I'm like, guys, I understand where you're coming from. Mm. And by the way, this is a group of eight, by the way. I'm like, I understand what you guys are doing. I get it. But we gave you a, a big enough chance. So you need to go. You're racist. And I'm like, guys, out or I'm calling security. Now, go up to the box office and I will give you a refund. You will get a refund from the other manager like he said he would. Mm-hmm. Now, go or I'm calling security. You know, and they, they walk up there. Oh, you're racist. They call the other manager racist. And this kid, this kid is, has, does not even, doesn't even have a racist bone in his body. Mm-hmm. Nicest kid I've ever met in my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Okay, he lets my boss walk all over him. That's how nice this kid is. Mm. So I'm sitting there going, "Nice try." Yeah. So this past weekend, get this get this lady who is having a party, and I walked in when the party was already going on. Uh, I actually didn't handle the party. I handled the the payment of the party. Mm. So, and this is this is the kind of stuff that always just like really pisses me off because this lady sits there and starts and says. Well, I didn't pay for ten trays. I paid for eight. So or the, not paid for eight, but I that's how many I got. I looked at her and I'm like, ma'am, you got ten trays. I saw him give you ten trays. I saw him put ten trays on the thing. You took all ten. As a matter of fact, you had eleven, but we're not charging you for that one because you said you dropped the tray. Fine. Just ten trays. Mm-hmm. She got pissed because I charged her the right amount. And then here's here's the kicker about the whole thing. Before I even before I even say anything. When we did inventory that night. The, the cup, the, the box that, it's, that, that that stuff gets put in, and the bag were even. Mm-hmm. So you are saying that you didn't get 10 trays, yet we're even because I rang you up right. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So here, here's what happens. This lady calls back on Sunday, calls for me specifically, mm-hmm. and she just sits there and rants and raves. You're an asshole. You shouldn't have charged me. You're racist. You don't do anything. Like, you shouldn't even be a manager. Mike's racist, too. He did do some good things, but he's a racist, too. And you know what? I'm never going to come back there again. I'm Me and my husband make $200,000 and blah, blah, blah. So when she got done, I was like, you have a nice day, ma'am. And just, let, and just hung up the phone. I'm not going to play their game. I'm not playing anybody's game here. Yeah. Okay? She calls back the next day and complains to that nice manager that was a racist the following, the, the weekend before... And so now, now I'm just the racist, and Mike was fine, and I'm just sitting there going, whatever. I'm like, I hope she calls. I hope she calls Tony so I can just ram it down her throat because I'm gonna be like, because you know, I, I put a note on the board. I put a note on the board just in case this bitch would call back again. And I said, if she calls back again, you tell her that she can talk to Tony, who is my boss, and he will will handle it that way because I'm done handling this situation. Mm-hmm. And I barely had this situation. I barely even said anything to this lady. And I'm just sitting there going, like, literally, I put up on Facebook, I think I said, is, is this going to happen every single weekend? Like, seriously. And and, and I, I just feel like people these days have become not only ignorant, but cheap. Like, they're going to try any way to get out of paying for certain things. They're going to get out. They're going to use the race card against you. Like, God, I'm colorblind. I don't give a shit if you're white, black, Asian, you're alien with green skin. 
If you're doing something wrong, I'm going to comment. If you're not paying for what you're doing, you're going to pay for it. And B, and C, if you don't want to do any of those, I'll have the police arrest you. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm sitting there like, this has got to, this is, this has got to stop. Like, stop trying to be racist. Stop trying to get out of things, guys. Yeah, I, I'm some, not. Have some fucking accountability for your actions. Have your accountability. Like, you have, you have, like, kids sitting right here. And clearly you're trying to do something. Okay, but because you didn't get your way, now you're gonna now you're gonna whine about it. I don't care. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care who you are. If you were a white person, I would t- do the exact same thing to you. If you were a Latino person, I would do the exact same thing to you. Asian. If we can go down the list of every single race, and I will tell you that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's just it's ridiculous. And I'm just sitting there going, is this is this really what I'm getting paid for? Like, yeah. <laughs> like seriously. And, um, I don't know. And, and, and I, I guess, like, we don't usually get that much. So it's kind of weird that we're all of a sudden getting, like, all these stupid people all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Oh, I think the that summer. Just, yeah, summer. it's just the summer. Like, during the, during the winter and the school year, like, I don't get any of these customers. I don't get any of these stupid people. I get just normal people that are like, you know, yeah, I did this wrong, whatever. Or I get the normal, well... You're being racist because my kids can't come in here. And I turn and look at them and I'm like, guys, this policy has been in, in place for 10 years. If that's being a racist policy, then I'm being racist to white people because I kick out two times more white people than I do black people. So if you want to call me a racist, go right ahead. Because guess what? I'm a racist to my own race then. Sorry. You know? All right, so um, <laughs> that's my bitching for the that's, day. That's Paul's bitch. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing I kind of like... Through the through the internet being the internet or the yes. Facebook being Facebook, um, my seventh grade teacher got a hold of me. Oh, really? Yeah, and and it's kind of weird because it's sort of like you know uh, you know I guess because you know it is a bunch of my friends have have been talking online and we've right been, we've been like organizing because remember like I went to like a, a unofficial a mini class, like class, class reunion, reunion yeah and stuff yeah. like that so I had um, uh, you know and it's funny because it's sort of like. I mean, you of course, yes, you remember seventh grade, but you don't really remember, you know, sometimes, you know, I guess maybe since I was a kid or my priorities were all different, whatever, like, I don't remember um, everything, you know, like, you know, and it's like, and he's like, oh, you know, and he's mentioning students like, oh, have you heard from this person? Have you heard, from, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I spoke to this person and, you know, they're an asshole. I spoke to this person. They're doing OK. You know, they moved down here. Or they moved over there. And, uh, you know, and oh, I, I, yeah, I know what I know what's going on with these people, but they're not on Facebook or anything like that. So then um, he had brought up, like, a fucking memory that I totally, totally forgot. Now, when I was a kid, and I mean, you know, I goof on the show and I say I'm a nerd, I'm a nerd. Mm -hmm. But when I was a kid, I was a genuine fucking nerd. Like, you know, like, as in, like, you know, I was doing okay in school. And, uh, like, when I was in eighth grade, um, I had taken the exams to get into, like, the Catholic high schools. And in New York City, um, like there's, there's, you know, the 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 three. All right, so okay, let me okay. So I I, I take the I believe they're called the co-ops. I could be wrong, but I mm-hmm. take the I take the test to get into Catholic high school. Um, Xavier High School was one of the better known, like the, like they they have a great reputation. So then. Um, so I put Xavier second on the list because you put your you put your the school that you want to go to in order, and Xavier is the kind of school where like they would never they never accept you if you put them 
number two on your list because like if you're not if we're not your first choice then fuck you we don't want you here right then i had put um lasalle academy now lasalle was a school that my brother went to and i was sort of like well if i go to this school i'll have you know my i'll be coming in under my brother's reputation and my brother had a good reputation in this school you know as, as in you know he was doing good in grades it was national honor society all this other stuff and then um and I, the last one was in the Bronx, and it was like my dad's old high school, and I forgot exactly what. I don't know if it was Rice or or, or Saint Saint something or other, whatever. The, my third choice was, you know, I had no other choice. I'll just choose the school my dad went to. So, right. um, so I go and I take the co-ops, and me being the nerd that I am, and I am not. I, I mean, lightning strike me if I'm fucking lying. Um, I got ranked in the nationwide 99th percentile, mm-hmm. meaning that. Of the entire nation, only 1% of the people got better than me, you know, did better than me on the exam. So, like, LaSalle Academy offered me a scholarship, which I ended up not taking. Xavier just accepted me in general. Now, not not a scholarship, but Xavier, you know, and that was, like, the biggest surprise, like, that I put them second on my list and they, they accepted me. Now, I just bring that up because that's to show you what kind of a nerd I am. When I was in seventh grade... And my teacher brought this up, and it just sort of like, when I was in seventh grade, um, he had spent like 45 minutes on the phone with some other teacher, whatever, where I was just going to straight up uh, skip eighth grade, and I was going to go right to high school from seventh grade uh, to this place called Fordham Prep in the Bronx. And once again, as a kid, I mean, you know, it would have been, you know, 12 years old going to fucking, you know, going all the way from downtown Manhattan to the Bronx. You know, not that it would have been impossible, but, you know, it would have been quite a fucking trek every day. But um, it's just one of those deals where, like, when I was talking to my teacher, and I don't know if I, I hope, I mean, if he's watching, well, I guess he's been enough on my page enough <laughs> enough where he knows I curse and, and I'm an atheist and everything like that. But, um, you know, I kind of wonder, like, what if I went, what if I took those paths? Like, what if I went to Fordham Prep? Like, I skipped eighth grade, I took Fordham Prep. What if I went to LaSalle Academy where, like, my brother was, my brother had, you know, just graduated. So the good thing is I wouldn't be there to cramp his style, but, you know, I would have come in under his reputation. You know, I mean, there's no way I was going to go to Xavier because Xavier was way too expensive, um, you know, because they accepted me, but we would have to pay. <laughs> right. LaSalle, at least LaSalle was a fucking, uh, LaSalle was a, a, a it would have been a scholarship. But then I had, like, you know, then I ended up going to Brooklyn Tech, which was, like, Probably, you know, there was in, in uh, that's like the specialized high schools where like we were third, we were number three, you know, the Bronx Science, which was um, and it's funny because when you watch uh, for those people who watch if you watch like Superman Homecoming, that school and I read an article about it because it was I'm, I'm, I'm on like my school's Facebook page. Um, they kind of based the uh, Peter Parker's school, Midtown High School after um Brooklyn Technical High School, my old high school. So, um, so then I, I like I kind of wonder. I'm like, man, well, you know what? You know, my life would be different. You know, I, you know. But then again, like I was in corrections. You know, my brother was a cop. You know, so it was like we kind of went. So, we kind so of we kind is, of went the same path. So but, this is being an episode of this is your life. Chris. Yeah, this is like my life. Like, <laughs> if, like I wonder if what other fucking decisions I would have made that would have fucking changed my life, where I wouldn't be in the fucking situation that I am now. And like I said, you know, and it's not like, you know, yes, I have my daughter and I got to count my blessings for what I have and stuff like that. But I wonder, like, it's one of those deals where, like, I sit back and I go, what if, what if I was able to fucking get, 
you know, what if I was able to go to a better school and get a better education and maybe f- go finish college and stuff like that? And it's sort of like it just makes me and it's funny. And, and all of this was because my fucking <laughs> my fucking seventh grade teacher reached out to me. Yeah, like it's stuff. It's stuff I haven't thought about in years, you know, and it's like, man, I remember, you know, I had all these fucking opportunities in front of me. And, you know, I don't want to say I flushed them down the toilet or whatever, but, you know, the path that fucking life kind of shoved in front of me, I ended up fucking, you know, and I, I mean, Brooklyn Tech was a good school, you know, but it was the smartest of the fucking hoodlums. Right. And, you know, and, and, and you know, and there's, you know, there's kids there smoking weed all the time, you know, and, and stuff like that. And, and, you know, I never, you know, before, you know, I went to Catholic school. There was no such thing. You know, when you, when you skipped a class, you know, we called it hooky, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like, ooh, I'm not going to do any hooky or whatever. And it's sort of like, you know, you go to school and you got these kids that just don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, just skip class and stuff like that. And it was sort of, I mean, don't be wrong. You make your decisions and, 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 and you have to live with them. But, you know, I wonder what my life would be if I wasn't, you know, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I don't know. Maybe I, <laughs> I wouldn't be a rock. I'm sure that there would be some version of it. <laughs> It's like I don't. It's not that I hate Rochester. It's just you know I wonder where I would be in my life if if the different decisions were made. And I guess you know can't can't cry over spilled milk. But um, you know that was like and all this like I said all this just came flooding back because my seventh grade teacher got. I, I will tell you this: don't go to Virginia. <laughs> I learned something. We we had an employee transfer in from she she worked at a, a theater in Virginia. Mm-hmm. They tax your they put a property tax on your car. You have to pay like a thousand dollars every year. On your car. On your car. Property tax. Fuck that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I could see. Like honestly, like you want to, you want to give yourself an excuse why not to buy a car. Oh, I'm not paying no property tax of a thousand dollars. Yeah, but it's but you know it is like I guess we're spoiled by New York where like things are so expensive up here. Well, and and, And, like you know because notice like but in my part of my job is you know you're talking to people and you're like okay, and they go oh I live here and such and such and you're like what's your mortgage. You know, and you ask them what their mortgage rate is or whatever, and they go, oh, I pay $800 or something like that, you know. Right. And, like, you know, they, ha- and, like, you know, you do the math and you kind of, like, like, they live in a fucking nice house and they pay $800 a month. You know, I was paying 1700 and I live in a fucking shoebox that was connected on both sides my, in a bad fucking neighborhood. My, my brother right now is paying, like, I'm not going to say what the exact amount, but he's paying over $1,000 a month for his house. Mm-hmm. And I just sit there and I go... I'm like I, I couldn't do that. Like I, there's no way that I could pay for that with the jobs that I have. Yeah. Like that would be that would be like my whole paycheck for the whole month, and Kelsey would have to be like, um, she would have to go out and get a get a really good paying job to pay for the rest, because there's no way that I could pay for that. Now I could afford between like I could afford maybe seven or eight hundred and have a little bit left over every month, but mm-hmm. we'd still be struggling. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, that's what, I mean, yeah. It's. But that's what I'm saying is like you just it's one of those deals we're spoiled by not spoiled we're 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 soured by New York by <laughs> the, everything being so expensive up here because you talk to people and like what's your mortgage oh seven hundred dollars seven hundred dollars you know people pay that in rent in New York you know <laughs> you know and 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 you know depending on the situation I mean like like someone's like oh you're only paying seven hundred dollars yeah a steal. well and then that's you see know. that's the thing like I I get people that will come from New York City that. You know, their normal thing is they pay, like, even for a matinee, they pay, like, $15, $20 for a movie ticket. And they come up here and they're like, they're like, how much do you pay for matinee? $8? Holy shit. I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the money here. Holy shit. <laughs> I get people, like, on, I get people on Tuesdays that will come in because it's discount day, obviously, and everybody's, mm-hmm. like, floods the theater. And they're like, holy shit, it's this much money? Oh, my God, I got to come on Tuesdays now. <laughs> you know, and I'm just sitting there going, Ugh. Used to be four dollars, but <laughs> you know, and even the even you know the the uh, 
the um what was going to say the the customers that usually come on a regular basis are like yeah it used to be four dollars can you go back to that please (laughs) you know and it kills me it still kills me because like it's like for example i've heard and i gotta look it up i'm really gonna look it up while we're doing this because i i really want to know like the amc out here i believe is uh fifteen dollars on the weekend Mm -hmm. to get a get a seat and if that's what it is um well that is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. And here's the here's the thing that kills me. It's like, okay, so you you're gonna pay fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. but then um you're gonna pay fifteen dollars, but yet it's fifteen dollars for the IMAX. Wouldn't you wanna save that and get yourself something a lot better? You know? Like I, I don't understand. I really don't. Yeah, that's sort of I said, I'm a little distracted because I'm trying to see because it's funny like all these movies I've been go I've been hitting the theater every fucking week and I'm trying to remember what yes yes he has <laughs> well it's sort of you know uh, trying to just enjoy what I have or whatever but I I'm trying to remember what movie came out before Spider Man like I saw Spider Man on I saw Spider Man recently and I'm trying to remember what came out like June the thirtieth that I was sort of uh... oh I'm sorry it's it's twelve forty nine for an adult. This is luxury seating, by the way. Uh-huh. Twelve forty nine, nine forty nine for children, and ten ninety nine for senior. Oh, gotcha. So, like, well, that's yeah, that's no, you know, it was Baby Driver. That's what I saw. I was trying to remember what the hell did I see before Spider Man, and that was, um, I don't was know. Was that a good movie or? <sighs> no. Okay. <laughs> So are um, we are we at the half point yet? We are at thirty minutes, sir. We're at thirty minutes since, but we had a little bit before then. Well, how was your Fourth of July? How was your? How was my Fourth of July? Yeah. What did I do on Fourth of July? Oh, I came home and I came home, <laughs> pretty much recorded a podcast, a live podcast with tsunami people, and just relaxed after work, mm-hmm. basically. What here? Here's here's the funny story. So, uh-huh. so. <laughs> I work, for those of you that don't listen to this on a regular basis, I work two jobs on Tuesdays. So I go from one job, maybe get an hour or two hours in between, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, time to go to the other job. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, there's a lot of Mountain Dew involved. There might, be, <laughs> there might be an energy drink involved as well, but I get through it. So <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like I, July 4th comes on a day. Where it's a Tuesday. So that means if I keep my schedule the way it is for this week, I'm going to fuck myself over and I'm going to have to work both on the day, on July 4th. Now, here's the thing. Both jobs paid time and half, so it didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, no, it's a holiday. I don't want to do that. I, I you know, if it, if it fell on any other day, fine, I'll work it. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But it fell on a Tuesday. I'm like, fuck no. Fuck no, I'm not doing this. I said no. I was like, I'm working Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I want fucking Tuesday off. He looks at me. He's like, yeah, I gave you Tuesday off. I was like, thank you, because I don't want to work that. Also, speaking of the discount Tuesday, when there's a holiday that falls on that discount Tuesday, they don't do the discount. So I, I, especially when I heard that, I was like, I'm good. I'm (laughs) I'm good. Deal with those customers. Nope, I'm not. I'm not fucking dealing with this shit. And I, and there were people that bitched too about it. There were some mean people. I heard that night. I was like. Thank God I took off for that. I'm like, I, I didn't want to deal with that because I knew I knew there was going to be some fucking people being like, well, it's Tuesday, so why isn't it why isn't it fucking discounted? It's a holiday. Did you read do you read the sign online that says discounted on Tuesdays unless it's a special event, it starts on Tuesday, 
or it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, you know, you come in, sometimes you'll see a sign-up that says, like, uh, let's say, like, Baby Driver's the example. Like, Baby Driver started on a Wednesday, but we had pre-shows of it on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we had to sell, uh, we had to sell them for regular price because the movie studio, they want their money. Yeah, and that's a you special know? event. And there again, and that's another reason, too. People don't understand that, too. Like, they, I'll, I'll hear about, like, oh, why are you charging me for a free loyalty pass? Because the studio is making me do that. What do you do? You think I want to charge you a dollar fifty for a free ticket? No, <laughs> but I'm giving you this opportunity to pay it cheaper. Because guess what? They are giving you that opportunity. We weren't even at one point. They weren't even letting us use loyalty on no pass features. No pass features are are movies like Star Wars, the big ones. Like Spider Man was is one of them where they sit there and they go in the first ten days you can't give out passes for it. Okay. Like, so if we use, like, certain passes, it doesn't cover it. You got it. So, you know, it is what it is. But it's, I just was like, no, I'm, I'm not I'm not doing that. The Kelsey and Sophia went to the, the fireworks. I was here by myself. I was like, I'm good. Yeah, I was sort of like, I was kind of just chilling um, uh, 4th of July. I hung out with Jen. I noticed. We were, we were goofing. Wait, 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 wait. You hung out with Jenna and another girl, and I'm sitting there going, I'm sitting there going, threesome? What's going well, on? No, here? yeah, there was a, well, there's another Jen that hangs out with the Jen, so uh, we we're just kind of just hanging out. Was the other Jen single? Oh, she's single, and she's very pretty. But, 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 but why? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, stop. No, stop. No, 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 no. Stop, stop. Uh-huh. Why did we not even try for the phone number? Why? Because I think she's seeing someone in Texas or some shit like that, so. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I indicate to you something? This isn't fucking Texas. Okay, I'm not. This the is fucking, Rochester, I'm not New York. The one. I'm, uh, apparently, I'm not the one. I'm not the. <laughs> but uh, so Did she tried to set you up with her. No. Oh. No. Okay. So um, so there there you know so that was but that's you know like that but we were hanging out and then um, because we hung out the night before we were all we all went to the we went to out here in Rochester well one of the suburbs of out there is, is a place called Brockport so we went out to Brockport to see the fireworks out there Monday. Gosh. <laughs> um. Yep. Yeah, well, let me tell you, I mean, it's funny because you go to certain parts of Brockport, which are nice, but it's sort of like, it looks like small town, and you're like... It's a like, small you drive town. Through the area, but I'm saying, you drive the area, and you're like, this is why Trump won. Because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you drive to the area, and like, like, like these are... It's, but I'm saying, it's not... And I'm not saying it looks beat up or, or old. It's It looks like a small town. And it's like, these are not people that are open-minded. If you want to live to a place where the barbershop is opened... You know, only from like noon to six on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You know, like like places like neighborhoods, like you know the the post. Uh, you know, the, the post office closes and shit like that. You know, what I'm saying like unless it's a fucking holiday. You know, the post office should be open all day every day. You know, when you live in these small towns, you know that you know. And and the funny thing is, like Brockport, it's not it's not too far from Rochester. I mean, it was it's a relatively short drive, but like you drive through the area, and I'm like, and you notice because I'm. Once again, we're spoiled or we're, we're, we're soiled or we're spoiled or whatever by living in either A, New York and living in Rochester. That's a city in New York, in New York State, because, you know, we kind of forget the rest of the fucking world. And when you leave that city bubble and you drive through fucking country areas, you're like, oh, that's why Trump won. You know, like, you know, you're like, you know it's sort of, you know, these, you know, and I, and, and I got nothing bad against because we were, you know, when we went to Parkport, we went to a friend's, you know, one of Jen's friend's house. And I say, I say Jen's friend. I mean, the girl's nice to me also. But, you know, it's just, you know, you, <laughs> it, it, you I forget, you know, I'm so spoiled by living in a city or, or the, my mentality is so city driven that I forget that 
there are small towns or people with small town mentalities that you're sort of like, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I had a feeling there's something else I wanted to talk about the first half of the show, but I guess we've already hit the halfway yeah, mark. Yeah, we've, we're at 36 minutes here. I'm about so to be 37. So. We'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. Hopefully. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at twelve years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch movie. this shit at twelve? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact, four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient, getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers, One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. All right, Paul. So let's, let's. Uh, I mean, I, we, I could spend the next half an hour talking about Spider-Man Homecoming, but let's just put that on the back burner right now. Um, I did go see Baby Driver. I was trying to remember what the movie was that I went to go see beforehand. And also, well, kind of nerdy news. Um, and I don't know if we mentioned this the last episode, you got your pass for, for Comic-Con. I did. So, uh, so. I have to deal with this motherfucker for like four four days. days. 
Uh, me and Paul are going to be living See, what together. he doesn't understand is Sunday we're going to be driving home because I have to be to work at 6 a.m. the next day. So his ass is going to have to... You know, I don't think anything really... Ha- I mean, I'll put the- you on a mega bus, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, I could be wrong, but if I remember correctly, nothing really big happens on Sunday at New York Comic Con. So. sleep in the fucking car, man. No, fuck you. I'm not doing it. I'm driving. That. You'll sleep in the fucking car. No. I'm, I'm not going to Your ass, no, listen to me. Listen to me. Your ass, we're going to be leaving at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm going to be For back what? Here. To be back by 8? Yeah. We could leave by midnight and I'll have you to work, I'll have you to work at 6. <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> well, I mean, but like, because Comic Con, let me see, it ends, but it ends like at 6 or so. And, you know. Nothing happens well, on Sunday. Come on. But I had well, I guess last. Well, you know, I guess I liked last year because last year, like some of my high school buddies came out. Because for those who watched like the Stranger Vlogs, I did a video where like the zombie Mario guy. Yeah, he's that's a guy I went to high school with, and then uh, he called. He had another friend of ours only had Sunday passes because that's all they can get. So we had another high school buddy. So I enjoyed Sunday because I was kind of, I was sort of like with my friends. Yeah, but the and, year before, I, I swear, like Sunday was just kind of like a yeah, no, yeah, Sundays, day. yeah, Sundays is always a, a blah fucking day. <laughs> but I mean, <clears throat> I just love, I love Comic Con so much that I don't want to, no. you know. You'll sleep in the car. Fuck that. No, <laughs> no, no. That's not what it's gonna happen. Just letting then, you know right now, because like I'm gonna be sitting there being like, all right, calling out Monday morning or whatever, like one that. o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> on mo- on Sunday. Peace. Come back, Rochester. Uh, let me see. So, so you got your you got your press pass for Comic Con, so that's that's pretty fucking cool. Um, so you know when I would get now we could kind of like or start getting stuff organized because when you when you become a person that gets a press pass, you get a million fucking emails like like you know I haven't been getting the, really the email anything. account that I use gets fucking maybe it's because I signed up for shit and it's like that's my email that I use for stuff like that, but like you know and then the funny thing is that it's even there's even like even like lesser comic-cons that are run by reed pop will kind of like like you know we'll give you a free pass pass but it's funny because it's like like free for press pass but like you know out in minneapolis and do it's they, like do they <laughs> run um they don't run anime nyc do they i don't that i don't know they might i if i don't look i don't look at the emails like that hard because it's sort of like i know i'm busy and shit like that yeah but but it's funny but i'm just saying is like they you know what I'm I'm just naming a random city like in Minneapolis you know and like you could get a press pass for Minneapolis I'm like yeah but then I have to fucking pay to go to Minneapolis you know why would I go to a lesser con when I could just go to New York Comic Con right but exactly. I mean I guess if there was something that I really wanted to see or do but um I mean you know I just don't have the disposable income um all right so let's talk about movies uh went to go see Baby Driver uh from Edgar Wright the guy who gave us Shaun of the Dead. Hot fuzz at the world's end. Um, <coughs> what can I say? You know, the, he he started. Well, he was planning to do the failed Ant Man movie that you know he, that he never even got a chance to start because you know he wanted to do his own standalone movie and Marvel said no, fuck you. You're gonna um, you're gonna do what I tell you. Yeah, you're gonna do you're gonna do what we tell you because you're our bitch. And then he's like, oh, I'm nobody's bitch. And then he goes and he makes a shitty movie um, because you know it's, it's not okay. I liked Hot Fuzz. I liked. Shaun of the Dead. I'd never saw At the World's End, and I was not a fan of Scott Pilgrim against versus the World. And my thing is, I think just that's a different kind of movie. It wasn't meant for me. I hate like the guy who starred in it. Um, what's his face? Um, the, the kid from Arrested Development uh, from Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and he was like in Super Bad. He always played. Oh, oh, there we go. 
Oh, Jen joined. Hi, Jen. Uh, and, and he was bad mouthing you. No, I wasn't. How the fuck was not bad mouthing anyone? I was, meant, I was talking about. He wants to date your life. friend. Well, that's no. Well, not that I. What I'm just saying is I, that that was never an option. She, the other girl's like her. She's cute, and I, I don't exist in her world. Let's just fucking be real here. You know, just move well, on. I just wanted to. Oh, uh, so. See now, Jen's now you starting shit. <laughs> You know? Yes, I'm being an ass. Okay, you'll um, have to watch back to see what he said. She's so. like, "What? No." So, um, I wasn't gonna say. So we went to uh, was no. All right, so I went to go see Baby Driver. But like I said, I didn't like Scott Pilgrim versus the World because like the guy in the stars, the star of the movie, is such a fucking like a punk or whatever. Oh, I think I can guess. Yeah, okay. So she figured it out. Um, so there's Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Sucked. Not that it sucked. I mean, it it, it was what it was. But you know, I hate characters that are like wimpy washy kind of like ooh, you know i mean yeah he kind of becomes a little bit of a badass but you know and that's exactly what um oh, okay so okay so i go to see baby driver right and i i didn't enjoy it it was i mean it was very stylized it was very you know um because it's all about like these really intricate car chases where, you know, the guy fucking has the magical powers of knowing exactly where everything is and he doesn't crash into people or he doesn't, you know, you know, he could skid backwards going down an alleyway but not kill anybody because, you know. And it's one thing like, okay, like if you're a driver and you have a lot of things planned and, and you have like a heightened sense of whatever and you kind of have like a, a talent and, and you can see all the shit. But I was not a big fan of it. And then you got, um, then you got, uh, what's his face? Then it had Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. and John Hamm. And uh, I got to say, you know, Jamie Foxx was okay in it. Then they made, like, he's supposed to, Jamie Foxx is basically the bad guy in the movie. And, well, yeah, then there's there's another little twist that I, kinda, I won't spoil it. But Jamie Foxx is, I guess you could say, the first bad guy in the movie. And yeah. then it's like, but then, like, he's like he's such a horrible person. Like, if you're a criminal, you wouldn't, why would you ever deal with someone like that? You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck how good you are. If you're that much of a fucking prick. Um... Like I say, it was very stylized. It was very much like I think like I think Edgar Wright wanted to make kind of like a Quentin Tarantino movie. And it was right. like Edgar Wright, make a fucking Edgar Wright movie. Give me give me Nick Frost and and what's his face, you know, from Shaun of the Dead, you know, the the thinner one. You know, give me those guys. Simon give me Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and goof on a genre. Don't you know stop you know I didn't like Baby Driver. And it kinda of reminds me of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World because the character's kinda of like this wishy washy kind of little pussy fucking character. Um let me see what else. Um, By the way, I, I'm I'm petting my cat because if I don't, he will try to jump on here and disturb the podcast. So. <laughs> uh, they had um, they announced the season three of of Rick and Morty, or at least I think they kind of solidified a date. They solidified a date because people were like, "Is it the date? Is it not the date?" <coughs> and you know, you know, the funny thing is that like, I, I guess there was a lot of season two that I there were a lot of episodes on season two that I didn't see yet. And I, and I say that because I saw some of them on Sunday, and I was like, because I was on my phone, and it's so weird. There are a lot of like, there's a lot of streaming. A lot of people are streaming on Facebook and on YouTube, like just totally bootleg illegal streams of TV shows. Well, <laughs> like the two big ones that I noticed right now is is Rick and Morty and Futurama, and of course you know, there's other ones I've seen. Ones of like you know, Courage the Cowardly Dog, and 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 and. Uh, what's the one? Happiness Falls, and you know Steven Uni- Steven Universe, or Steven versus the Universe, or whatever the fuck that show is called. But there is a bunch of um, 
streams online. So there was a Rick and Morty stream. So I kind of like I kind of got caught into it, and I'm like, because I'm like, wow, I never saw this one. And then they showed like another episode, and it was another episode I didn't see. And I'm like, wow, I didn't see this one, you know. And it, and so like you know, like I never saw the Bird Person episode. Um, uh, what's the other one I've never seen? Uh, <laughs> I never saw the one where there's a bunch of like, um, you know, the guy, there's a bunch of clones and then he, he tries to think of the perfect, uh, the girl becomes like a goddess and her head spinning around. Yeah. And, yeah. I never saw those episodes. So I kind of like got caught in. Rock- Did you ever see, uh, the, the first episode of season three that they, that they, uh, well, the, the, the April fool's one. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Szechuan chicken sauce. Yes. Yeah. That's, 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 that one was fucking I, I know. I, my favorite thing is McDonald's actually responding to them and be like, we see you Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> And, and so here's the here's the thing the here's the thing there's gonna be the live action Mulan movie next year so everybody's like Mulan sauce yeah <laughs> Morty Morty Cheslon sauce Morty uh, so don't ever do that again your voice is terrible <laughs> Morty um all right so let's talk about Spider Man Homecoming but oh. you you didn't get a chance to see it I guess we might as well just say right now spoilers if you're gonna if you're gonna continue to listen. Um, because I, I I don't think I could talk about the movie without I can't talk about how to well awesome there's the movie there's is. a lot of spoilers out online that I think a lot of people have seen like for example there's no Uncle Ben in this one there's yeah, no and, and, and that's what we were promised there there was no Uncle Ben no origin story yes they kind of hint to Uncle Ben dying they hint to the radioactive spider but there was no fucking flashback there was no um, you know thank God even thank goodness, even if it's like okay here's a fifteen you know second fucking flashback or something. No, you know, no CGI spider crawling up Tom Holland's neck or anything like that. Thank God, you know. By the way, did you see the did you see the the picture I put up? Actually, no, that's right. You shared it. <laughs> oh, where where uh, Michael Keaton's like? So did you know I played Batman? And he's like, Oh, I prefer Ben Affleck. And he's, he's like, like, I prefer Tommy. I prefer Tommy. I was like, Yes, that's exactly what and I said. That scene. And once again, we're gonna get into spoilers, people. So. Yeah, all right. Let me I, I, let me not. Okay, let me not jump right to that. Those parts. Let's let's kind of go into the beginning. All right. So you kind of have the fat Filipino friend who's not really in actual. He's he's more of a character in the Miles Morales Spider Man, but they they kind of they kind of used him in this movie to be Spider Man's friend. He, he that character exists, or the character like him exists in the comics, but he's Miles Morales is the the black Dominican Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, in the movie there's sort of a reference to miles morales because remember the rumor was a long time ago that they were going to get um what's his face um from community uh the, the gambino gambino childish gambino i can't believe i'm drawing wasn't he in the that. movie he's in the movie okay but he's not playing miles morales right but he kind of he's he has this throwaway comment where he goes oh my nephew lives in this in this town and i guess in, in the miles morales character his uncle is the bad guy Right. So, uh, he's Miles Morales' uncle. And then he goes, oh, my nephew lives in this city. And it sort of makes me wonder, like, who has the rights to Miles Morales? Because technically, if they wanted to, since, like, okay, Marvel made this movie. And, and, and you know, uh, Sony's not going to give up the rights. They're going to go and they're going to try to put a Venom in a the movie. They're going to try to do a Sinister Sticks movie. They're going to try, you know. They, they, and, they did, and they did say that this Spider-Man is in that universe. So. Yeah, and so, yeah, this Spider-Man is in that universe. But with that being said, if Marvel kind of puts the fucking, that little hint out there that there could be a Miles Morales, Miles Morales character. And once again, it could be a baby. It could be a grown fucking man. 
Um, if they have a Miles Morales character, what's not to say Marvel, after like Infinity War, when they want to start everything anew, like they can give us the Miles Morales mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Like, okay, Sony has Peter Parker, and we can't touch that. But fuck you, we're gonna have Miles Morales. I mean, maybe they'll play nice with Sony and, and like have like Tom Holland and stuff like that. But if they really wanted to, because I guess the the rumor is after like Infinity War, like all the main characters that we know are not gonna be there anymore. No more Thor, no more Iron Man, no more Hulk, no more. And not that they won't have cameos and kind of have like the way Iron Man was in this movie, where Iron Man he's in it, but he's he's not a star. He's not he's a co-star. He's in the movie probably a combined ten to fifteen minutes. Um, so where, you know, they can kind of retire the old characters and bring in a whole new cast of new ones. So I'm seeing this as a play that Marvel's probably saying, you know what? Fuck you. All right. You want to keep Peter Parker? Fine. Yeah. Keep Peter Parker. We're going to give, we're going to get us a black Spider-Man, <laughs> you know, and do what the fuck we want with it. Well, uh, I, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I, I think that Sony, if they're going to be intelligent about this and, you know, they were not. intelligent enough to give Marvel the rights to actually make this Spider-Man movie. I think that they will probably sit there and be like, okay, well, we're going to let you do a little bit more with this, some of this stuff because you know what? We fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up and we need to fix this. And, you know, let, let me tell you something. Like, they started fucking this shit up when it was in the original trilogy in number three mm-hmm. when they pushed Sam Raimi to put Venom in the movie and rush that fucking shit out because that's the story. Like, he he sits there to this day and he goes... If I wasn't rushed and I wasn't forced to put a character in there that I didn't want to put in there in the first place just yet, then this would have turned out a lot better. Mm-hmm. And because originally it was supposed to be just the Sandman, as for, from what I heard in one interview. Um, but, you know, it goes all the way back to... And that's what makes me sour because of, like, Tobey Maguire got fucked on this. Both, both him, Tobey Maguire got fucked. Um, what's his name? Sam Raimi got fucked. And then uh, it was... Uh, What's her name, too, that played Mary Jane? Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst. I mean, don't get me wrong. After the third one, I was kind of like, yeah, I could deal. I could go without Kristen Dunst now. Mm -hmm. But there again, that was the terrible writing that was in this fucking movie. Like, I'm sitting there like, why is this girl bitching through the whole fucking movie? Yeah, that movie. Yeah, that one. I barely. It was so bad. And uh, it just because, you know, I love two. I mean, we've said it a million times on the show. I love two. And two was such a, a great movie. But then again, you know. You gotta reboot Spider Man because Tobey Maguire is like fucking forty years old now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, the I whole, mean, the, but the whole charm of Peter Parker is he's a kid or he's relatively young. He doesn't have money. He has to fucking do shit. I mean, okay, yeah, he has Tony, he has uh, Tony Stark in this one where Tony Stark is giving him shit. But and I think like they they played it well enough where. They don't have to have Tony Stark in part two because Tony Stark was like, "All right, now you got to do go do your own fucking thing," and and it's not and it's not that they they left on bad. Terms I do want I do really want spoiled. one spoiler real quick. What? Does he get the suit back? Does he get the suit? Yeah, he gets the suit, but um, they don't really. Uh, and I guess, well, I guess it spoilers. It, By the time he gets the suit back, it's the end of the movie. Right. And 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 I guess okay. And here we go. Super duper duper spoilers. Um, the last three seconds of the movie. He gets the suit back from Tony Stark. He puts it on. Like like first and the funny thing is it's when you look at the parallels, when Tony Stark first gives him like the main the suit that he gives him, it's in this beautiful fucking metal box and you kinda like even in the promos you say like happy Hogan's carrying it, this big fucking thing. Right. By the time he gets the suit back a second time, 
it's in a brown paper bag. And Tony Stark signed like, you know, do good kid or whatever, and for TS or whatever. So he puts it on. There's once again super duper spoilers, people. He puts on the suit and he's happy to put it on and he's looking himself in the mirror and Aunt May walks in. And like she sees him and she goes, What the fuck? And like right before she said fuck, the movie ends. <laughs> and the fucking theater went nuts. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, you know, uh that was and because, you know, they I believe it was PG thirteen. So they were able she didn't say fuck. But she's like, what the fuck? And, you know, and Marissa Tomei can pull off that, you know, yeah. like, you know that that Brooklyn Italian sort of thing. Well, she's in Queens, but, you know, the New York Italian, you know, where through the whole movie she's usually goofy. And that's, you know, and sweet and nice or whatever. She's not mean or whatever, but the the, the ghetto Italian, whatever, you know, the, the, the goomba <laughs> comes out. And she's like, what the fuck? And it cuts. So so that's like the, how the movie ends. Um, now what happens is, when he gets the suit from Tony, and this is spoiled in the commercials, he has all these crazy upgrades, and right. he can do shit. And like, actually, like the 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 friend helps him hack the suit to take all the regulations off, because like you know he goes, oh, this training wheels protocol, like what the fuck is you know? And he tells his friend take it off. So then once he takes it off, the fucking it beca- he becomes like Iron Man. He the fucking AI talks to him. He can fucking he has two hundred and forty three different combinations of webs. He has like shock webs and grenade webs and and, and you know all types of. You know, he has a, a instant kill mode, and he goes, "Would you like me to initiate instant kill mode?" And one part accidentally happens, and his <laughs> eyes turn red, and, and, and it, like you know, like he looks, like, and he, no, 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 turn off instant kill mode. Um, <laughs> That's cool. You know, it, it you know, um, oh god, uh, there's no, there's one, uh, there's oh, then he goes, he goes into intimidation mode, and and that, that comes apart where Childish Gambino's in the movie, <laughs> where he goes, "Let me do," you know, the AI, the AI. Who the voice of the AI is Jennifer Connelly, mm-hmm. which is you know I mean I, I one I mean she was technically in the, not she wasn't in the first Hulk movie she was in the Hulk movie that we don't recognize anymore the 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 Ang Lee one um, that was the first Hulk one but continue yeah I'm saying that was the first one but that that one is not part of this universe it's the no uh, it's the other one that was this part of this universe uh, and not yeah the uh, so um, so she's in it but I guess she's she's also married to Paul Bettany. The guy who plays the Vision. So it's kind of funny because Paul Bettany was the voice of Jarvis. She's the voice of the female AI. And you would think it would be the AI that the other female AI that they have, like an Avengers Age of Ultron, um, which, but that, that one kind of has like an Irish accent. But it's funny that they're married. He's the voice of Jarvis. She's the voice of the female AI that Spider Man has. So I think, and they don't say it because by the time we, he puts the suit on, we don't know. I think Tony Stark gives him the suit back, but with, like, no extra tech. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think he gave him the suit with the tech. Tom Holland, uh, Peter Parker fucks with it to the point where, you know, he was doing all this shit, you know, and then Tony Stark goes, oh, you fucking hacked my shit? Well, I'm going to give you the suit. And it probably has, like, a couple of things that he can do better than Tony, Peter Parker, whatever. But I think he get, when he gives him the suit back, it kind of puts him back to zero, where, you know, it probably has no extra shit in it. No AI or whatever. Um... Well, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, uh, you know, wasn't gonna say. Uh, you know, they had a new love interest, and I say lo- new because I guess this is a character in the book. He's in he's in love with this girl named Liz. Um, you know, once again, they brought in the, they brought in that a, the Filipino friend. Um, you know, Marissa Tomei playing the aunt was great. Um, now there's this character in the movie. Once again, I guess you want to say spoilers. Who at the, who whose name is Michelle. 
But the end of the movie, she goes, oh, my friends call me MJ. And it's that girl in a commercial who looks like she's constipated all the time. Like, you guys are stupid. And I'm like, and I guess apparently she's like a pop singer or or like a Nickelodeon star or something like that. Oh, you're talking about, um, you're talking about, um, God, what is her name? No, her name Um, is Zendaya. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was on Disney. She had a Disney show. She had a Disney show. And I'm like, I have no idea who the fuck this chick is, but apparently, like, she's cute in real life. Because I saw, like, I mean, I don't know if she's maybe a kid. I don't know. sound like a dirty old man. She's she's over 18. So I'm saying she's cute, but, you know, you know, it's funny that, like, I'm, who the fuck is this chick? And I'm like, oh, Zendaya, Zendaya. Who the fuck is Zendaya? (laughs) (laughs) Unhip I am. But she's in the movie, and I kind of, like, I didn't like her character in the movie because she's kind of, like, she's always kind of, like, being, like, she always has something smart to say, but obviously, like, she has a crush on Peter Parker and stuff like that. And then, of course, he's going after the fucking hot chick who um, is a light-skinned black girl. And then, you know, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I mean, I guess if you come this far, is the daughter of the Vulture. Ooh. Yeah. So, like, when Peter Parker goes and knocks on the door, he opens it. Yeah. And for a split second, now he's going to take her to the homecoming dance. So, for a split second, it's thinking, oh, shit. Vulture is going to kidnap the girl that I asked the homecoming dance and now whatever. And then, you know, then it turns out like, oh, come in, son. Come in. He's like, what the fuck? You know, and then he realized. And then, then the mother comes out as uh, Garcier Bouvier, Garcelle Bouvier. She's an actress. She's very pretty. I mean, she's a little older now, so she can you can see that maybe her and um, Michael Keaton had a kid together. And, of course, Michael Keaton's way too old. You know, like, you know, but... Um, I can't fucking stress how fucking awesome Michael Keaton is in this movie. Like he's, you know, he's very like down to earth. He's, you know, that he's he's always kind of played that down to earth kind of guy. I mean, even when he was fucking Batman, it was sort of like, how is this little scrawny little dude, dinky fucking dude supposed to be Batman? And then you know he puts on a suit and he becomes fucking badass. Um, you know, he he plays these guys. He him and his his crew, if you want to say, no, he's not a crew, he's like a construction worker. He's a scrapper, excuse me, he's like a scrapyard guy. After all the crazy shit that happens after Avengers 1, and I love how they tie all these movies together, he's like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, you know, oh, we're gonna make so much money scrapping all this metal or whatever, and then, like, they bring in this this thing called damage control, which damage control is actually a thing from the comic books where it's people who clean up after superhero battles and shit like that. And I guess they kind of they kind of <laughs> maybe insinuate that it's under shield or whatever, but it, it's sort of like, you know, a big um, government organization in charge of, you know, shit like this and trying to keep everything secret on the hush-hush. So he's like, we were fucking, I was supposed to make so much money scrapping all this stuff and you guys just kicked me out or whatever. So that's like his motivation. So I think they, they kind of have a little bit of the tech left over. So with that tech, he builds the vulture suit they bring in a character from the comic books called the Tinkerer. The Tinkerer starts helping him build like weapons, and like that, he ends up like you know building all these crazy, funky, fucking guns and shit. Because with the like, the, like he they the alien tech that they kind of have they use to kind of start their little empire, and then they use the alien tech they have to steal more alien tech, and then build all types of crazy laser guns and shit like that. So and then you know that's when it becomes a thing because then. They, you know, then, like, criminals start getting their fucking hands on the... Like, it's one thing, like, if they're robbing... You know, if they're robbing S.H.I.E.L.D., okay, they're robbing S.H.I.E.L.D., you know. It's, I mean, it's bad, but it's not, But, you know, when you fucking give a street thug a fucking laser gun, you know, that could shoot fucking, you know, lasers through a building, all right, now we're going to have a problem. So that's sort of, like, why Peter Parker has to step in and kind of stop him. And then, you know, there's... And that scene, and that's what I wanted to mention, that scene where they're in the car and they're driving to Homecoming, and she goes, oh, yeah, Dad, uh, Peter Parker knows Spider-Man. 
And he goes, what? Goes, oh, yeah, and he was with me in Washington, D.C., you know, because there's a part where they all go to Washington, D.C., and she's in an elevator that, that almost crashes, and Spider-Man saves her. And she goes, yeah, Spider-Man saved her. And he's like, oh, well, Peter Parker, weren't you scared of being in an elevator? He goes, I wasn't in the elevator, sir. You know, so the vulture starts piecing together Peter yeah. Parker, Spider-Man, and you kind of see him go from, like, goofy dad to fucking, like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. And yeah. so, like, that scene, you know, I have to say I fucking loved it so much. Um you know, once again, with the ending, you know, they bring back Pepper Potts. That was a kind of a... Because um, remember, like, by the time we get to Civil War, like, they had broken up or whatever. Because, yeah. you know, he was supposed to get rid of all his fucking Iron Man suits. And he never got rid of his Iron Man suits. So, um, at you know, we see, you know, what's-her-face, um, Gwyneth Paltrow. And we they must have paid her. Yeah, yeah, they must have paid her big fucking money. Um, so then, like, what happens is Tony Stark goes to he goes to Peter Parker and he's like let's go have a press conference so I, we can show the world who I don't think cuz I've heard a couple different theories one it was going to say it was kind of going to be like that civil war scene where like Spider-Man Spider-Man takes off his mask and says he's Peter Parker um I honestly think it was just going to be cuz then Tony Stark introduces him to a new suit he goes here's your here's the new upgraded suit and he goes you put this on we'll go to do a press conference um so some people saying, I think that's the more, like, I don't think, gen- I, and then they were saying that, like, you know, uh, or maybe it could have been all fake, but then it turns out that it was a real press conference. Um, and I think, I don't think Tony Stark was going to blow up his spot. I think Tony Stark was going to say, here's Spider-Man. We're going to introduce, you know, to the press. Here's here's the guy that's going to be defending New York City or whatever. So he they, they turn around and he, and he offers Peter Parker the newer suit. And, you know, he eventually gets the suit in the paper bag. But if you look at that newer suit, it's a little bit more reminiscent of the Miles Morales Spider-Man suit. Yeah. So we've been kind, we've been hinted at that Miles Morales exists in this universe. We've been shown shown a suit that looks more of what Miles Morales would wear, and you know, because and, and some people are saying, oh, it's the Iron Spider suit, which I guess it could be also. So I mean, it could go anywhere. I think they left it just enough ambiguous enough where it could be either the Iron Spider or Miles Morales, or it could be that suit. one from. Uh... Spider-Man 2000 where he's I think he wears like it's some it's like some kind of nanotech suit that just like has like armor on it and shit or well okay so if you've ever seen have you ever seen the the animated series not the I not did, the but first like years one. ago yeah so what happens is is he gets this uh nano nanotech tech that instead of him like putting on a suit it comes out of this little thing that he has on, like a, I think it's like a little watch or something. Mm-hmm. It comes out and it covers his whole body, mm-hmm. and now he's Spider-Man. Gotcha. So, and then you know it gives him powers because it gives him like you know all this other stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because of the nanotech there, and obviously it protects him and whatnot. That was that was the one where for people that don't remember, I think it was called Spider-Man uh, Two Thousand. I think that's what the name of the, the animated oh, series was, but it was because oh no, it was 20, he was Spider Man twenty ninety nine, right? And he followed them to, uh, he followed Venom and Carnage to a different planet. Yeah, that's Spider Man yeah. twenty ninety nine. And I don't, I don't remember if, it, if he was, was it because he was because Mary Jane got kidnapped and he was following her? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I don't remember. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's Spider Man in the future. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I'm excited. I gotta watch it myself. Yeah, uh, I think we've spoiled enough. The only thing I do want to say, and I know this because a lot of things were spoiled. Um, I get, I get. Okay, fine. Maybe you know, putting some people as you know, 
Instead of it being a white girl, a black girl, whatever. But here's my question. Why in the hell is an Indian guy Flash Thompson? Flash Thompson. Now, I, I kind of get where they're going with that. Because it's sort of like, okay, let's not get... Because then one, since they already had Flash Thompson in the other movies, it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be him that gets the the the, um, the Venom, uh, you know, Venom symbiote doesn't attach to him. So it'll probably be um, Brock. Yeah. Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. Which I guess was technically what Topher Grace was playing, if I'm not mistaken. Topher Grace was the Eddie Brock and not the um, Flash. Um, we, 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 we don't talk about that. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, in theory, we, we don't Topher talk Grace was supposed to be Eddie Brock. You know, Topher Grace was Eddie Brock. But, yeah, I think what they're doing is, is is because remember, they got, what's his face? The guy who plays Bane. They got him. He's going to be Eddie Brock. And they, I guess they said, look, let's make him more average. We're not going to make him this big, giant fucking jock or whatever. We'll just make him a rich asshole. Because that's what his character is, like a rich asshole. And has a lot of fucking money. And then just sort of like he's, he, he likes just putting people down. And then he puts down Peter mostly because Peter doesn't fight back. You know, because Peter's, you know, Peter Parker's sort of meek or whatever yeah. so i mean i get it because i think this is the only time we're going to see him we're not going to have flash thompson in any of the movies because they're going to focus on eddie brock and eddie brock's going to be played by right the, but the dude I, that played they Bane. don't need to they don't need to i feel like in that kind of situation like they don't need to what's the word like oversaturate like race like they don't have to be like politically correct but also, i mean just understand that this is just, i mean you know the, the fucking this is supposed to be a high school in queens for christ's sake and even when i went to brooklyn tech i mean yeah but you know, do you see an indian kid being flash thompson well but that's but it's the whole thing of the movie was he was just being flash thompson because he just needed to be the bully so it doesn't have to be this big giant fucking job yeah but do you okay let me put it to you this way do you see an indian kid being named flash thompson no do you see do you see a black kid being named it Yes. Do you see a white kid being named that? Yes. I got you. Do you understand what I'm saying? But, like, but now keep in mind. I mean, it could be, could, could, and once again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Maybe his name isn't Flash. Maybe it's fucking, you know, Kamal Preet. But, <laughs> you know, and I just, I just say that because I have a friend yeah. named Kamal Preet. You know, but you know how a lot of people who have, like, I, you know, I have friends that are Indian and 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 uh, Asian. Well, they'll they'll choose an American name, like they go, oh yeah, no, I'm Tom, and then you realize no, their name ain't Tom, like their birth yeah. certificate doesn't say Tom, so maybe he sort of maybe he has an, a, a more traditional Indian name, and just chose Flash just to, I guess, but I I just fit in I, you know I, I hate when these Marvel and DC shows take it to the point where it's like we're gonna oversaturate race into it, and it's like guys. I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to make these more multiracial. I get it. But you don't have to do it that bad. <laughs> like, he could have been a black kid. He would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, don't, just because you didn't have an Indian kid in there does not mean you just go, well, you know what? We're going to click Flash Thompson. Okay, yeah, all right. Time to move on from that. <laughs> so, but I think we've talked enough about this. All so. right, so let's wrap this up. That's, That's what, what she, she said. said. Uh, please visit two strangers one podcast.net where you can find all things show related. Uh, I guess before I even say that, I want to apologize for the show. I mean, this episode could have been a bit of better quality if I didn't fucking accidentally totally fuck up my notes or my computer didn't fuck up my notes. Okay, so please visit two strangers. Or strangers. maybe better quality. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? 
<laughs> please visit two strangers one podcast.net where you can find all things show related first and foremost you can find links to our itunes page if you have an iphone an ipad or ipod you can subscribe to us there on itunes um but unfortunately you only get our newer episodes uh, the same thing if you have an Android device and you don't have an iPhone or iPad or iPod. If you have an Android device, you can download us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app. Um, if you're like me and you don't want to kill the battery on your phone or anything like that, you could uh, put on Listen Later and Available Offline. So we're in a, when you're in a Wi-Fi spot, you're at home, you're in the library, you're at a buddy's house stealing their Wi-Fi. Um, you can download all the episodes that you want to download and then later on just listen to them without draining your data or draining your battery. So that's what I do. And pretty much all the podcasts I listen to are available on Stitcher, uh, Chris Hardwick's Nerdist, Kevin Smith's Modcast, and of course Paul's other baby, the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, all available on, <coughs> on the Stitcher app. Um, and of course our main hosting site, uh, SoundCloud, uh, which we've been using a little less than a year now. Um, so far, so good. Um, I mean, our numbers went down, but it's not SoundCloud's fault. It's Paul's fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> Fuck you. But, uh, no, um, so, but. And, I actually put that on my personal profile, so I don't want to hear that shit, okay? <laughs> and then, uh, but, uh, but SoundCloud, I believe, has apps for both Android and iPhone devices. Um, if you go to the website, as in on an actual computer, I have made the available the episodes available for downloads. So if you want to download them and listen to them later, if you want to put them on some other device other than your phone, um, you can do that. Or if you want to save them for posterity on your computer, you don't um, want to save any of our podcasts. It's fine. Oh come on, let's go back and listen to Oscar. Certainly doesn't. Yeah, and surprisingly enough, we didn't have an Oscar letter this 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 episode. Um, so we are available on the SoundCloud app now. If you do want to go back and listen to well over five years of Two Strangers One Podcast and listen to our older, older, older episodes, uh, you can go on YouTube and search for Two Strangers One Podcast. Um, we don't have enough subscribers yet where I can actually like get a domain name for us, so it's still like a generic thing. But just go on YouTube, search for Two Strangers One Podcast, and you should be able to find all of our older episodes. Um, and then when you find the page, if you all you got to do is find one episode, and then the page will connect you to all the episodes. So like literally every single episode up until a couple episodes back, are available on um, YouTube. And you can also find my Stranger Vlogs, which um, I'll probably start having a little more time to put aside to get, you know, taking care of putting back up new Stranger Vlogs. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, we're on facebook.com slash podcast. We want your money. We need your money. We're probably starting a Patreon soon. But even if you can't send us a penny, take two seconds and Chris share will be starting a Patreon. Share and like our page on on Facebook. Share and like this episode. Just any kind of exposure to let people know that um, we're a podcast that you listen to. Uh, that'd be awesome. Like I said, just share and like us. Say, hey, check these guys out. They're funny. Or check these guys out. I hope they're funny. Um, yeah, so you're on Facebook. We are technically on Twitter, even though the Twitter is basically just an echo of our Facebook page at twitter.com. I could change uh, that. At Stranger Podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm interactive, but not as interactive as I should be. Um, <clears throat> and of course, if you want to write us, which unfortunately, Superfan Oscar has not written us, which is almost disheartening. Like, I'm like, am I not being offensive enough? Is, am I not. Well, Oscar's definitely going to want to listen to the next episode because he's going to he's going to revel in my pain and uh, and maybe even goof on my success. 
So with that being said, uh, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. Two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. I just wanted to go I'm like I'm literally looking it up right now just to make sure that Oscar didn't send a letter. I don't think no. anybody's gonna be in promotions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. you know, just in case it got misfiled, maybe Gmail put them in promotions. Um I, I can't think, think of anything else. It. I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can find you can ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. And of course you can uh, you know you can go to Instagram, Instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. And if you ever want to email me, my email is Paul Pascrillo at tunamifaithful.com. So yeah. Is that it? That is it. All that you, hey, I don't have a big like load like you do. That's what she said. I don't. I've been coughing a lot recently, and I don't know if it's like just being my being inactive or whatever. Like, I can't breathe. <coughs> I don't Anyways. know. So in case I fucking die, just keep that in mind. I um, get to take over the podcast. If that yeah, happens. I'll leave the podcast to Paul. There we go. There it is on record. Okay, so we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You shouldn't be fapping. <coughs> Here we go, man. Go ahead. You want double jackpot? What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne smells good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. Him punny. But. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialist, Lynette. I know. I, I, oh, fucking. Are you oh, sure God. I didn't write this? <laughs> uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Oh, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like. Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up. Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. 
I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it still. Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I know on. you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex but... sells. Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.